Welcome back to the fourth and final segment of Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio on this fine Saturday morning. You're listening to AM920, The Answer. I'm Cleve Gaddis, the host of this show, and I'm joined in the studio, live and in person, in Technicolor, <laughs> by Tammy Slay. Hello, Cleve. For those who listen to the show regularly, you know Tammy Slay is my girlfriend. She is from Dallas, Texas, specifically North Dallas, Frisco, north of Plano. And she is also a real estate broker, owns a great little team that's an independent indie hip brokerage called mm-hmm. Hip Realty Group. If you got anybody who is looking to move to Dallas, anywhere in Dallas really, uh, just go to hiprealtygroup.com. Is that correct? Go to That's, hiprealtygroup.com. Yep. Got hiprealtygroup.com. It. Thank you. You're very welcome. In fact, if I come across somebody who wants to move to Dallas, I'm going to send you the referral myself. And if anybody in Dallas needs to move to Atlanta, absolutely. how about you send them our way? I would absolutely do that. I love it. In this segment of the show, in our neighborhood spotlight, we're featuring Brightwater in Snellville, and we're going to discuss something called house hacking. Yeah. Never heard of it before. And could the 121 tax exemption be a key to wealth building? I say the answer is yes. If you want to connect with us, it's easy. Go to gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S, radio.com. You can ask questions. You can make comments. You can subscribe to our podcast. You can do the whole kit and caboodle. Each week, we pick one specific Metro Atlanta neighborhood to call out critical changes to help you understand as a homeowner in the neighborhood, are you at an advantage or are you at a disadvantage? This week, we are featuring Brightwater, which is in Snellville. If you are on I-85 going north, you exit on Pleasant Hill, you turn right on Pleasant Hill, you turn right onto Ronald Reagan Parkway, you exit on to Webb Gin House Road and go left. The subdivision is on the left. It is um, basically to the west of 124 and to the north of Ronald Reagan Parkway. And let's get into some details about this neighborhood for the last few years. Now, Tammy, this neighborhood is 362 homes plus or minus. In 2020, there were 19 homes sold. Out of 362 houses, how many (coughs) homes would you expect to sell in a year? Any idea? Let me ask the question again. I asked that question right in the middle of you coughing. (laughs) I asked that question right in the middle of you coughing. (laughs) Poor girl. Poor girl. Okay, I shut her microphone <laughs> off. So she cough. It's a real problem when you start to cough yes, when you're is. live and on the radio. So I said there's 362 homes in the neighborhood. How many do you think should sell in an average year if there's 362 homes? Exactly. And by the way, if you need me to do some 7% math, I'm happy yeah, to do it for you. I'll say 7%. Yeah, so, so 21, 23, 24, yeah. something like that. There were 19 homes sold in 2020. The average sales price was 400 and seventy six thousand dollars. Those range from a low of four seventeen to a high of five hundred and twenty nine thousand. The sales price to list price ratio was ninety seven point six three percent, which means home sellers had to discount their property about two and a half percent. In twenty twenty one, prices accelerated almost one hundred and twenty thousand dollars, and thirty five homes sold in that current year. That's a big market for that year. That's over ten percent. Uh, average sales price five hundred ninety-three thousand. They range from a low of four forty-five to a high of seven thirty. Homes sold for 0.1 percent more than their list price. So sellers got a little bit more money than they were asking. Now let's move forward to twenty twenty-two. 
Only 19 homes sold, same as in 2021. The average sales price jumped another a $75,000 to $665,000. They range from a low of five seventy-eight to a high of eight ten. There are currently two homes listed in the neighborhood. The average list price is $682,450. Makes sense. Those list prices are all, should be in today's market just a little higher than the sales over the last year, which means there's a 1.2 months worth of supply, which means if no new inventory comes on the market, and Tammy, I know I'm speaking to the choir here because you already know this, but if no inventory comes on the market, it'll take 1.2 months to sell the two homes in the neighborhood. Again, 362 homes in the neighborhood, plus or minus. Those homes in 2012 were worth, on average, $300,000. Today, they're worth six sixty-five, dollars which means homeowner equity in that one neighborhood, those 362 plus or minus people, have increased their equity in their homes $132 million. Wow. Every time I mention those numbers, you get you have a biggest smile on your face. I, just, I, I mean, to me, it's like, what's the, the security and the stability of knowing that over a 10-year span? I mean, look at the, I mean, what is that? 200%? Uh, let's see here. No, so from 300 to 665 is 112, 115, 120%. It's double. It's amazing. Isn't it? It is. I Isn't just can't think of the, the greatest sense of security in knowing that if I buy a home today, 10 years, what would I be looking at? Yeah. And we did a, a, an analysis on the last segment. Yes. And it was like if it appreciates 3% a year over 30 years, it goes from 300000 to seven twenty eight yeah. or something like that. It's just the numbers are truly amazing. Again, 1.2 months worth of supply. So it's still a seller's market in the neighborhood Let's jump back into the other topics. If you are the type of parent that doesn't want to monkey around with your kid's education or the school's effect on home values, Tammy, what should they do? Uh, they should go to School Champ. They should get a School, school Champ, Champ report. report. And how do they, where, what website do they go to to get it? School do you remember? Com? Well, you could do that. It's e might go be Gattis. easier to go to gogaddisradio.com. Click on the School Champ link. Just answer a few short questions. You'll be in and out of, on and off the site in 30 seconds or less. And you can either compare one high school to the average of all high schools, or you can compare one high school to another Metro Atlanta high school. You have kids. You've raised mm -hmm. four kids. Yep. They've all been through the public school system yes. uh, with the goods and the bads. And I don't care how good the school system is. There's always goods and bads in the school system. And you saw one of our school chimp reports probably for the first time maybe a year and a half uh -huh. ago. What did you think when you first saw one? And if you were to give advice to a listener on whether or not they need a school chimp report, what would that advice be? Well, I mean, the simple advice would be to get one um, because as a homeowner or a home buyer, and I've been both, yep. knowing where my home and the schools that my home is zoned for stack up against other properties arms me with valuable information to make a wise decision. Yeah, absolutely. And my guess is that your kid's education was important to you. Yes. And you would have sacrificed area and budget and other things to get them in good school districts. I'm not saying everybody needs to have their kids in a good school district, but those who are interested in having their kids get a good quality education, it might be something you have to focus on just yeah. a little bit. I mean, even as a home investor, you know, that, that you might not be moving into that home for your own kids, but you want to know as an investor, whether I'm a landlord investor or I'm a flip investor. Yep. It's important to know Because it can affect the value Absolutely. of the property over time. Absolutely. 
If you're not finding what you want as you look for houses in Metro Atlanta, we've got some advice for you. Just switch over and start searching on SureMLS.com, S-U-R-E-M-L-S.com. Tammy, I have never, ever, 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 ever in my life heard the term house hacking. I've heard biohacking for my body. I've heard lock hacking or lock picking, but I've never heard house hacking. We've only got about two and a half minutes left in the segment, but I'd love to talk quickly about that and then jump into the 121 exemption and how maybe that can help people get rich. So I'll sum up house hacking for you real quick. House hacking is when someone buys a home where they live in that home. That's their primary residence. And then they use that home space to rent out rooms and maybe bedrooms, mm-hmm. most likely, yep. um, to other individuals. And the rent of those renters actually pays the mortgage of the person who owns the home. So that person who owns the home is living somewhere rent-free and their tenants in the property are covering the mortgage. So it's house hacking. That's amazing. And so I think in most metro Atlanta counties, you can have up to four unrelated parties living in a home and consider, and that still be considered a family, if you will. And so you could have maybe three rooms. Don't quote me. And if you're in a certain area and you know your zoning rules are different, certainly go by those. But it'd be the same as buying a quadruplex and living in one and renting out the other three or a duplex. And so if you're listening and you have any interest in something like that, I'd love to explore it with you. And it's easy. Go call 770-497-0000. We also wanted to talk about the wealth building benefit of the 121 exemption. 121 comes from Section 121 of the Internal Revenue Code that says that an individual is exempt from paying capital gains on up to 250,000 capital gains taxes on up to 250,000 in gains and a married couple is exempt to up to $500,000. So we've got about a minute and 40 seconds left in the segment. Give us a little update on how that works. Okay. So this is also another rising trend um, that's very um, interesting to follow among homeowners, but also investors. And so it's when a home owner, mm-hmm. a buyer buys a home, their primary residence, yep. they, it's their homestead. They yep. live in it. They got to live it, right? They, they got to live in there. You have to live in there. At least two years. At least two okay. years. Okay. They buy it at a discount price. There yep. was likely a lot of things wrong with the yep. house. They move into it. Yep. They update it Fix over it those up. two years. Okay. And then they are eligible yes. for taking that free tax advantage um, from you know those capital gains yep. exemption, yep. but they use the proceeds of that to buy other investment properties, rental properties, or to buy another home wow. that they then move into, fix up, and then sell for um, an increase in value. So they buy it for three hundred thousand. Yeah, they spend fifty to fix it up. Mm-hmm. When they sell it, it's now worth five fifty or six hundred. Yep. So they might have two hundred thousand dollars in capital gains yes. that they get. Tax free. Tax free. Because as a couple, they can have up to five hundred thousand. A married couple is yes. a single filer. You have up to two hundred fifty thousand. So now you've got this two hundred thousand in cash. You take seventy of it and you go buy your new single yes. family home that you're gonna live in, and then you take the remainder of the money and you buy one or two rental properties. Yes. Could be that the 121 capital gains exemption could be the key to wealth building. Now you'd have to be willing to move every two years, but for mm-hmm. some people, that might be their retirement plan. Yeah. We appreciate you listening to another week's edition of Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio. We'll be back next Saturday at 9 a.m. We look forward to talking to you then, Atlanta. Have a great week. <laughs>
Goodbye.